welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My and here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jerry Springer. Thank you. It's great to be back again. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I I honestly can't wait till we can go back and do it, you know, in the coffee shop. I mean, you know, at the uh, folk school. Yeah. Folk school, yeah. Where yeah. we yeah. did it for the first first five years we were doing it there. So You got it. Well, Jerry, speaking of that, uh, you know, the vaccine. So we're recording this in early December and there's talk of maybe even later this week, a big meeting where the vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine is approved by the FDA. And the Moderna one will come shortly after that. Yeah. So the vaccines in America, God willing, are going to start to roll out. But there is this situation and it's kind of, in some ways, kind of dire about you know, 40% or more of America, half the firefighters in New York City are like, I'm not going to take that thing. Anti-vaxxers, some of them are anti-vaxxers. You know, they won't let their kids do polio vaccine yeah. or smallpox or anything. But they're, you know, it's going to be an issue to get people to willingly stick up their arm. And you said on the last episode, and we all said, you know, I'll, I'll line up first in the line. I'm ready to go. You yeah. are too, Jerry. And I wondered, if maybe as a PSA, we shouldn't have you get the vaccine as immediately as possible and do it on the Jerry Springer podcast. But that's it. So many people. Yeah. It would. And it could impact <laughs> and could change the minds of people. But then I thought, well, nobody from Walgreens or CBS are going to go over to Jerry's house and you know give it to him there, whoever's going to be administering this. And that made me think, maybe, Megan, I don't know if you have any kind of medical background or if you were did anything but are you would you be willing to stick jerry's arm how do you feel about giving shots would you administer it sure i mean my sister's a pharmacist that counts all yeah, right like, so you so yeah yeah okay i, I hear you. I, I think that counts like i've, I've she worked in a barn for a summer and i you okay, know okay okay so I, if yeah. you step suck your hand up the <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got you. Jim. Yeah, yeah. I bet you, yeah. you'd be willing to stick me, even if there was no vaccine in that thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jerry, this is for science. Yeah. And humanity. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> right, well, I'd let you come here and do it, but we're in a gated community, so I'm not sure you get in. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh Plus, God. there's a password. Yeah. You remember it. I get it. Yeah. No, I'm anyway, actually, which is really pathetic. Um. I'm considered like for travel. Uh, I was designated in in Connecticut that I am a, a, an essential worker. You Which mentioned that me last year. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I'm, yeah. How could I she be essential? But yeah, so uh, I I would well, my age would put you know Gene and I uh, we would get one early anyway based on age. But yeah. then you add to that how. Gosh darn essential I am. <laughs> I hear you, man. What? Well, let me work on that. Yeah. Uh... Why would anybody put that designation? But I guess they want the shows to continue. So, Jerry, the show must Oh, my on. gosh. Yeah. Have they and not seen the old judge. show? <laughs> How yeah. could anyone have? 
watch the old show and then at the meeting say, why don't we, he's essential. Yeah, that guy. That guy is we need that guy. <laughs> as an essential. Yeah. As an essential. The guy worker. in the middle of the uh, jello ring <laughs> fighting with. <laughs> yeah, he's, Get him in here. Yeah, with the mud, with the mud and the jello yeah. all over his suit. He's the essential one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Thanksgiving food fight. Yeah. Well, let me work on that. No, don't work on, don't uh, work on getting it. a dose. I get one, uh, you know, one sh- uh, shot, one, whatever the hell they call it. It probably comes a little packet, Megan, that you'll just have to tear open and then just jam it in his arm, push the bunch of <laughs> I guess I'll talk to your sister. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we'll do this as a PSA. Hey, one other thing, and uh, we're recording this right before the holiday season. People, you know, <laughs> celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, yeah. whatever. A lot of different stuff, but and happy holidays to everybody. Uh, but, uh, you know, with COVID, we and my family are going through this thing because I haven't been visiting family members. I have not. You haven't my either. Wife and I, I've been outside a lot that it's been, you know, biking and backpacking and all safe stuff. Uh, you know, not not indoors, which is what a family gathering would be. And I don't <laughs> trust my family members. I'd probably get COVID from them. <laughs> So we're doing a Zoom thing, and we're going to do a Zoom on Christmas night. We're, we're we celebrate Christmas, so on Christmas night, we're going to do a Zoom call, and I'm putting together this thing of the uh, Galvin Family History Trivia Contest with swell prizes. And you know, I'm coming up with this list of 20, 30, 40, 50 questions, all related to my family. So it's a real inside kind of thing. And I wondered if you guys are doing anything like that. That's kind of what, what we're doing. You know, sample question would be, you know, which Galvin got kicked off the freshman high school basketball team I know. by his coach for I smoking? Know. I know. I know. Oh, Jerry had his hand up first. Jerry. He did not. I say, I say you, Gene did. I say Jerry Galvin did. Gene wasn't tall enough to play basketball. <laughs> I was a shooting guard and I did get kicked <laughs> off and I smoked Cools, K-O-O-L-L. Oh, oh wow. wow. Actually, I did. Hey, I was hitchhiking to school, McNichols High School on a place called Beachmont Avenue and a guy pulls over to pick me up and it's my coach, but I got a cigarette in my mouth because he made it clear on the first day of practice. I don't want anybody smoking. We're talking cigarettes, not weed. This was 1960, <laughs> 59, probably. Yeah, I don't want anybody smoking. Oh, no, coach, we don't smoke. And I was smoking like a fiend. I was so addicted. And hey, you know, so, who I think I was, Henry Winkler or something, with yeah. a cigarette <laughs> hanging out of my mouth. And he, I got in the car. I flipped the cigarette, and I got in the car. And as soon as I closed the door, he said, uh, Hey, Galvin. I said, yeah, coach. And he said, uh, just turn in your uniform uh, before practice. And I said, I got you, coach. And that's how it ended. Like, he literally just kicked you right off the team. For right off wow. the team. We had one game to go, so I got the season. <laughs> but, but he said, just just turn your uniform. And I said, okay, coach. And that was that. Uh, okay. Anyway, are you guys <laughs> doing anything creative with technology to gather your family or or not? What do you, what do you think? Should we be doing that? Well, yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I do too. We did it on thanks for Thanksgiving. We had our family Zoom, and they were in Colorado, nice. Virginia. Uh, you know, we're in Florida, so we were all over. And yeah, we did that. That's that good. is actually kind of cool. Yeah. What other 
We should do a Jerry Springer podcast. Oh, oh my God, that is a good idea. <laughs> no, I, I make it. No, make it. I don't want. I've got my you, eye on you. As I don't an want producer. I don't want. That's good. I don't want Gene making up the question. <laughs> hey, and the winner of the trivia contest then could become this thing and i'm working this out as i'm talking maybe like a listener of the month or something yeah that went that very well a special yeah. <laughs> very well wow that we had one that was probably we had one. yeah it was uh, a listener of the month a guy from australia <laughs> or new zealand that's right <laughs> well, yeah. are you serious we couldn't get anyone closer to ludlow than new zealand <laughs> i know <laughs> <laughs> that, oh that one listener is in New Zealand. I think this, yeah. this show yeah. is going places, guys. Going places, yeah. I think. <laughs> hey, we've got uh, we've got Jordan Smart on. We had him on last yeah. week. Yeah, to come back, he's really good. You, you, you guys listening are going to really enjoy. He's fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I we, we think he's just an amazing uh, singer songwriter. Yeah, Megan yeah, will tell you, you more, and Jordan will in a minute, uh, and we'll hear a song. Uh, Jerry, um, there's so much going on in America these days, and you do uh, Thought of the Week. We look forward to this. What, what are you thinking this week? Uh, well, here's what I've prepared. Uh, for the past several weeks since Biden decisively won the election, an issue that now presents itself is what's to be done about Trump and his family's alleged criminal conduct over these past four years. Last week's podcast dealt with my view that if Trump's to be charged, it should come independently from prosecutors with Biden's fingerprints nowhere on the indictments. So it doesn't come across and isn't in fact merely political payback. That would be a horrible precedent to be set in a democracy. But while the debate over what to do about Trump after January 20th still continues, he could make the question moot by simply pardoning all his family members and political conspirators, which wouldn't protect them totally, but at least from convictions for their federal crimes. Indeed, Article 2, Section 2 of the Constitution states that the president shall have the power to grant reprieves and pardons for offenses against the United States, except in cases of impeachment. So the question is fairly asked. If he exercises his pardon power, how can any of his people ever be held accountable for their crimes? How can we stop a president from using his get out of jail free card? What would stop future presidents from getting his people to perform all kinds of crimes, promising them pardons if they ever get caught? Well, let's first ask the question, why our forefathers put the pardoning power in the Constitution in the first place. What's the possible justification? Hamilton wrote in The Federalist that sometimes policy and law can be so strict that in certain instances, a more humane response than technical guilt and punishment is warranted. That would be where a president is the only remaining remedy. Well, with all due respect to our forefathers, 240 years of history have taught us that certainly in more recent years, presidential pardons have been used primarily for political purposes. That is to protect and cover up political misdeeds. 
that is hardly a legitimate government purpose. No, in our system of justice, there's no need or good reason for presidential pardons. We have trials by juries and judges and appeals from district courts and courts of appeal all the way up to the Supreme Court. Protections of a defendant's rights all through the entire process. What additional protection is offered our citizens by pardons other than a special immunity given to friends of the president? Instead of arguing and debating who should or shouldn't get a pardon, why should we have a presidential pardon at all? <clears throat> no, as I said, no legitimate public purpose is served by it. So what can we do? I suggest the constitutional amendment to abolish that power, or at least to restrict its use. I know constitutional amendments are almost impossible to pass, but I think now may be a unique opportunity. We have just been through the most unsettling presidency perhaps in history. Investigations, indictments, convictions, impeachment. Indeed, nobody believes, Democrat or Republican, that there have been any effective restraints on the, president, on the president's behavior. Republicans may at times have been happy about that, but even they admit that he could pretty much do whatever he wanted and nobody could make him pay for his misconduct. But now, with Joe Biden assuming the presidency, Republicans wouldn't be seen as attacking Trump and doing away with a pardon now would make any future administration aware that there will be no free pass for criminal misdeeds. Everyone would look like they're coming out on the side of ethical government. With no president being above the law, this is a constitutional amendment that could actually pass. Surely it must be obvious under any moral ethic that a president should never ever be able to pardon a person prosecuted for a crime that would have, or in fact did, personally benefit that president. There's no possible justification for it. Republicans now have no reason to oppose it, and Democrats wouldn't anyway. This is a no-brainer. Think of all the chaos that could have been avoided these past four years if all these people doing bad things at, at and for the White House knew that there could never be a pardon waiting for them at the end of the road. Wouldn't that have made these bad actors at least think twice about what they were doing on Trump's behalf? This would be a simple first step in cleaning up the presidency that Trump and his minions so blatantly soiled and ensure all of us in the future that whoever becomes president we wouldn't be reduced to just hoping he would be, wouldn't be corrupt. We would always have a way to hold him accountable. This, in a way, a confirmation of the American Revolution. We will not have a king. Nice. I apologize nice, for what appears to be a cold, a loss of a voice. Oh, if I didn't have a voice, how many people would be crying in the streets? I don't know. I don't know how oh, I would sleep at night. Oh, I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this evening. Why does my <laughs> talking keep you awake? <laughs>
it's it's, oh, it's just kind of like burrows <laughs> in my brain sometimes Jared, <laughs> all right tonight we are welcoming back again mr jordan smart welcome back jordan glad to have you yeah jordan. thanks for having me all right so tell you singer songwriter um we heard your last uh last song before they take it down uh it was funny so where do you get your your inspiration oh, yeah. what made you start writing songs uh feelings yeah <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah i don't know i i write about all kinds of stuff but uh i don't i don't know how i started writing songs i just start i started at a young age yeah i mean i i don't know i was a preteen or something like that but it's just i've been outlet. doing it a long time yeah it's it's an outlet i i write personal things uh write fictional stories create characters i write things that uh it's like a means of processing uh current events for me as sure. well so now do you a lot of do you write for other artists or you just do you just write for yourself uh just for myself okay. currently very cool now what you're going to be sharing with us this evening um what's the name of this song this evening it'll be days it'll be days and what inspired mm -hmm. this song uh You can just hear it. You can just hear it. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So let's take a listen to this. It'll be days by Jordan Smart. Prescription ran out before she could get into town. Now she can't get out of bed, and the whole world's got her down. Yeah, it'll be days if she feels that way. Yeah, it'll be days. Yeah, it'll be days. Till she catches her breath, then it's gone with a cigarette. Now she's getting awful tired of the nasty look she gets yeah, It'll be days she feels that way yeah, It'll be days yeah, It'll be days Every now and again when the light gets in she can shine As bright as the sun, ain't no doubt about it She's got a lot of love for just about everyone It'll be days she feels that way. Yeah, it'll be days. Yeah, it'll be Finally moves away 
Beautiful. So was that um, inspired by a personal story or is that something that you created? Oh, uh, yeah, it, I created it. It's uh, just, I guess, influenced by mental illness sure. and what I've witnessed sure. in people. Well, thank you very much for sharing it because yeah. it's a very impactful. It's a beautiful song. Very, very beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And you can check out Jordan. Go listen to some more of his music, jordansmart.com. Um, and Jordan, give me the name of that other website again. One more time, please. Jordansmartmusic.com and then jordansmartmusic.bandcamp.com. Bandcamp.com. Go check mm-hmm. him out. Show him some love. And uh, Jordan's going to take us out tonight on Down by the Riverside with Mr. Jerry Springer. Right. Thanks, Jordan. It was great to have you. Great to have you, Jordan. Good to see you all again. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Gene. Good to see you all. Heavy load down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. I'm gonna lay down my heavy load. Down by the riverside. Down by the riverside. Ain't gonna study war no more. Ain't gonna study war no more. Ain't gonna study. Lay down my sword and shield.